I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Today, let me speak to the governor. Governor Gary Herbert spends one hour answering your questions. Call 801-575-8255. Live from the studios of KSL News Radio in Salt Lake City, it's Let Me Speak to the Governor. It is such a pleasure to have you along today. Let me speak to the governor, an honor to have the governor of the great state of Utah here in studio with us, Governor Gary Herbert. I'm Doug Wright, and Governor, it's good to see you. Great to have you join us today here in our KSL studios. Well, thank you, Doug. It's great to see you. I mean, this is kind of a red-letter day. You're back in the saddle. <laughs> I mean, the uh, Lord is in the heavens. The angels are singing. The sun so came up. The sun came up, and we rejoice <laughs> in having you back here uh, helping us with Let Me Speak to the Governor and other issues that you'll be involved with KSL. So thank you, and good to have you back. Oh, Governor, that's kind of you. Thank you so much. I thought before we did anything right now um, happening just in our neighboring state of Arizona, is just one of the many tributes, one of the many commemorations of the life of John McCain, uh, former vice president and former senator, of course. Joe Biden is speaking right now at the request of uh, Senator McCain and the family. Your thoughts on the passing of John McCain? Well, he's a true American hero, and whether you liked his politics or not, uh, his service to country, his love of country is uh, stellar. And, um, you know, I've, I've been to Vietnam. I've been to the Hanoi Hilton. I've been able to see where he stayed and pictures and know of the history there. And it was really a bad, bad, bad circumstance. And they didn't break him. Uh, I think he conducted himself well as a prison of war. And, um, but that's a hard thing, you know, over five years to be uh, in prison like that and, and really tortured every day. Uh, the circumstances were just unthinkable. That being said, he came back. Um, you know, he found other ways to serve the country, uh, serving certainly in our Congress uh, with distinction as a United States senator, known for being a maverick. Yeah. And uh, that set well with some, not with everybody. Uh, the press really liked him because he was kind of uh, working both sides of the aisle and he seemed to be this independent voice which I thought was a good thing. Sometimes it made me a little angry when he didn't side with the Republican side on some important issues. And the most recent one is, that made a lot of news is when he went in and we have a chance to modify and improve, I thought, at least the Affordable Care Act. And he gave the dramatic thumbs down and uh, kind of took away the ability to repeal and replace, at least improve and modify the Affordable Care Act. But that was just his stroke of kind of maverick in him. Uh, and uh, you liked him when he was with you. You didn't like him when he was opposed to you. He ran for president on that, and I think uh, what I really liked was he got, he brought to the forefront the phrase, let me give you some straight talk. Right, uh, right. You know, and the straight talk express, and I think having some straight talk was a good, refreshing thing, actually kind of a forerunner for, I think, Trump's popularity and his populist approach where he's saying, I'm going to give you a straight talk whether you like it or not. And he warts and all as Trump. I mean, much more 
uh, I think uh, Bullen and the Shining Shop approached and even John McCain. But they they were similar in kind of that, that way. I think uh, Senator McCain did outstanding service in just every aspect of his life for the country. And I know that when he, he left a letter for us and he said um, – I lived as a proud American and I died as a proud American. Yeah, yeah. And all of us ought to say that same thing. Whatever our roles are, whatever we do in life, we ought to understand that it's under the umbrella of what America stands for. We're not perfect, but the freedom and liberty and opportunities given to all of us, we ought not to take for granted. And we ought to be proud Americans about what this country stands for. Again, we don't sometimes live up to the ideal, but there's no country in the history of the world has provided more opportunity to lift people up out of poverty, uh, give them agency, freedom, liberty, opportunity. That's why people still today around the world try to come, even if they have to come illegal, uh, uh, to get into our country for those benefits. So I'm a proud American today. I'm proud of the service of John McCain and wish him and his family the very best. You talk about that maverick nature, and both you and I were there when he invited, when he was the presidential candidate, or destined to be the presidential candidate for the Republican Party, and he invited Joe Lieberman to yeah. to speak at the Republican convention. I remember just going, wow, yeah. wow. That was symbolic of kind of where uh, Senator McCain was at. And, uh, you know, he had an interesting campaign. I mean, he was the favorite in the beginning, I know in talking to then-Governor Huntsman about his support for uh, Senator McCain, he says, I think with the world's conditions and what we face, it would be good to have a military man at the top. And that was kind of one of his reasons for supporting John McCain. And uh, and he started out as a favorite. Then the next thing you know, he's he's like down in the polls. He's out of money. Yeah. He's packing his own suitcase here, riding coach on the plane commercially. And uh, and yet he kind of rose from the dead, he, yeah, like Lazarus. He truly did. You know, he came up, and the next thing you know, he gets the nomination. So, again, uh, I, I heard uh, my good friend Governor Doug Ducey talk about and uh, pay tribute to his eulogy. And I'm sure the people of Arizona is leaving a big hole not only in Arizona, but he's leaving a big hole in the country and in the Senate. And and I know it's tough for his family and all. And uh, but he, he, he lived like a patriot, and he died like a patriot. Governor, I'd like to give our phone number, and then I'd like to uh, just ask you to give us maybe a little state-of-the-state moment on the program today. Let me speak to the governor here at KSL News Radio, And our phone number, it's easy. It's KSL Talk, 575-8255. Of course, area code 801, an opportunity for you to chat directly with the governor of our great state. Governor, what is the state of Utah right now? Well, the state of Utah, the state of the state, is ex- exceptional. We are really leading the country in about every measurable way. And I was introduced by a, a governor from the East Coast uh, here not too long ago. As in part of the introduction, as he introduced me and uh, my involvement with the National Governors Association, etc., he said he's the governor of the state of Utah, which state has every other state in its rearview mirror. High praise from a fellow governor, and Utah really is doing extremely well. Our economy, probably the most healthy, diverse economy in America. If absolute diversity is 100, we're at like 96.7. Texas, for example, is like a 76. Oklahoma's like 46. Uh, North Dakota is below 50 because they're all energy all the time. They don't have the diversification. We meet with a lot of company CEOs. The biggest challenge we face today is having skilled labor 
to fill the many jobs that we have available. We have more jobs than we have people. And so that's a unique challenge we have. It's certainly one that we're trying to address. But it's good to have a healthy economy. We're, we're achieving better results with our education system than ever before. We have more people going on to school, more women, for example, now that are graduating from college and universities than even men by about 2%. And uh, so that shows, again, a change and a shift in our culture, again, with our women becoming more involved in the economy as business leaders and and uh, playing a very uh, significant leadership role. Um, the good news, too, is in the health area. We've got some areas there, but I, I was appreciative of the fact that we've uh, tackled the opioid addiction issue. It's been a top of mind for governors for the last three years, been a topic of the National Governors Association. And I'm, I appreciate that we just got numbers from the uh, Center for Disease Control saying that Utah, we're down nearly 12 percent, 11.9 percent down in addiction and deaths. And that's at the same time the national numbers have gone up 20 percent. So uh, a stark contrast of what we're able to do, and we're one of only about eight states that are having a reduction right now. So I, I applaud the co- collaboration of our Department of Health, Department of Commerce, our public safety people, the local governments, parents. You know, people are becoming aware of the dangers of opioid addiction, and we're doing something about it. We're certainly making sure that our doctors are aware, our pharmacies are aware. We have uh, now required notification on the prescription bottle say this hazardous to your health this may become addictive and so uh, that's really a good news situation for us it's not a time to declare victory but it shows that with working together and collaboration we can in fact improve the outcome and so we're going to continue to keep the pedal to the metal on this one but i feel good about that's a a new number and a new uh, new thing to feel good about the rest of the the hour will be d- uh, devoted to your phone calls and also to your uh, email. Uh, the number again to call is 801-575-8255. It's Let Me Speak to the Governor. I'm Doug Wright, and we're very pleased to have Governor Gary Herbert here with us in studio.